Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve. Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of Lessons in Life and Love podcast. I am your host and global life and love coach, Rihanna Milne, coming to you every Friday on the LessonsInLifeAndLove.com platform and on my app, Lessons in Life and Love, on the go. I'm here to help you transform your life in all areas into one that you're passionate about and to help you have the love that you deserve. I'm on a mad mission to change the way the world loves, so I'll help teach you how to have emotionally healthy, evolved, and conscious love relationships, as well as how to avoid toxic, painful ones, which are much too prevalent today. It's time to create the life that you desire and to have the love that you deserve. So if any time during the week you find yourself struggling, do reach out to meet with me privately for a life and love transformation discovery session. Just find the button on my website at rihannamilne.com and I look forward to seeing how I can help you best. All right, love angels and transformers, it's time to dive in. Today I have one of my favorite graduates, Kirsten, here to talk about her life and love transformation with her coaching program that she recently completed. Hi, Kirsten. Welcome to the show. Hi, Rihanna. Great to see you. It's always great to see you, girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Miss you. You know, we get so close when we work together. I know. I miss you too. I really do. I miss hearing your wisdom and all your faith and just great ideas that you have. Thank you. Thank you. So let's tell the listeners in the land of lessons in life and love. Tell us, how'd you start your journey? What made you pick up the phone and want to call me? Oh, I had just ended a seven year on again, off again relationship, which when it was finally over, I realized was incredibly toxic. I was actually involved with a narcissist, which Mm. I didn't even understand what that meant until I was in so much pain that I wanted to figure out what happened to me. Yeah, I just was willing to do anything to get over this and move forward with my life. And I heard you on a podcast, you were being interviewed and you were talking about relationships and toxic relationships and how to have a healthy relationship. The one thing that you mentioned that really struck me was you had said that a lot of people have these unhealed childhood traumas that if they don't ever work through and figure out, it can lead to continual adult relationships that fail. Yeah, it's so true. And all the studies show it too. And I was one of them. (laughs) So that's when I did the research and I'm like, what is going on here? It was so enlightening, the information. So I'm so glad that you called. What were some of the emotions going through your head at the time of should you do coaching? Should you not? What made you finally say, I'm going for it? A lot of the things that you said on the podcast. And then we had that first introductory meeting and I just feel like you understand understood me better than anyone. And I, you know, I had therapy on and off in my life, but I felt like you really got down to the core issues really quickly mm-hmm. and in a way that nobody ever had. You know, my emotions at the time were I was overcoming this traumatic relationship. Yeah. So I had a lot of insecurities. I was a little bit afraid because I didn't know if I wanted to make this financial commitment and emotional commitment to working with you. I was not able to trust anyone at that time in my life. So very typical though, Kirsten, the low trust is part of childhood trauma. And I totally get that. That's why I said in my people thinking of working with me, it's like, look me up on the internet. (laughs) You know, I'm all over the internet, go on my LinkedIn, go on my YouTube, check me out because I want you to feel comfortable. That's part of us bonding, right? And 
Learning to have trust again. That's a good point. Yes. You walked me through that process and you reassured me that it was all normal and just continued to have faith and trust in you and put my best foot forward and really focus on healing myself and learning what my triggers were and what was going wrong in my relationships. Yeah. I mean, I was at that point too, and I wish I could have found help. I had seven therapist friends. They had no idea what my ex-husband had how to help me. I was madly in PTSD when my situation happened. And it was really hard not being able to turn to anyone that got what was going on. And as I tell a lot of people on podcasts, you know, us psychotherapists don't learn this topic in our masters. And I had a triple masters in psychology and none of this was brought up. I was really at a loss and, you know, I was a great student and I'm like, what is this? When I have discovered it and was able to heal myself through all the information that I had gathered was like so important to me to help others that had suffered like I have. I really appreciate you sharing those emotions. Once you learned that you had childhood trauma, that it impacted your life, how did that make a difference to you once you were on that journey of learning all this? You know, I think it was being aware of where my pain was coming from and what those triggers were. And also maybe the way that I saw the world and the expectations that I had of other people. Some of that really at the core was I would need someone else to really heal those wounds and make me happy. If I could just find someone else to make me happy. But the reality is what I learned through the process is I need to heal those wounds within me and I need to be happy within myself first and be living the full life that I want to live. And that way I won't find an equal partner. It's really healing from the inside. Boy, you really learned your stuff well and you can (laughs) voice it so clearly. I love it. When I talk to my graduates, like they so get it and it's so easily to bring up. As I ask you these questions, you totally are right on. I couldn't have said a better answer myself. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you. And what did you do differently with your dating once you had your educational coaching? Was there some different strategies that you used to find your partner Because some people say, well, I think I'm ready. I just don't know how to find them. Right. And if you remember, I'm still not going to date Rihanna. And you said, oh, no, you got to get out there. I was like, oh, I'm so scared. I just don't want to get hurt again. You really were my cheerleader in that process. So that was awesome because I did get back out there. And I really learned my own worth. And I stopped being attracted to guys just because they were attracted to me. And I started really looking, looking at what I wanted in a relationship. You coached me through those first couple dates that I went on and I started asking different questions. I started asking about their childhood, asking about their families, asking what they did as they were children growing up, finding out what their traumas were, and then asking questions to figure out how much awareness did they have of their own trauma and had they addressed it and healed from it? And did they take accountability? I mean, that was a big thing. Like you could really tell by how they answer those questions if they say, yeah, I'm aware and, you know, I'm working on myself. Or if they say, well, it was my ex's fault. You know, I tried everything I could, but it was my ex's fault. Yeah. Isn't that something when you know the questions to ask? And there is a series of them. And we start the questions on the first date and then even the second date and the third date. It's hard to get them all out in one date. Sure. But sometimes even on that first date, it's glaringly obvious that there's still anger, there's unhealed wounds. There might be some passive aggression or anger at mom and dad still. And the signs are really quite aware. And when you become very, very confident with this knowledge about what is childhood trauma, and we know it packs 90% of us. So most of us will have something, but you're so right in do they learn what to do to heal that? Are they taking accountability? Do they see their part 
in the equation of how the relationship might have failed before. And it's all that awareness, which we call being conscious. And then uh, we talk about being evolved, which means being your highest and your best self. So we're always trying to bring our highest and our best self to a relationship, to the relationships we already have, which is friends, family, our children. And when you're out there dating and bringing that is the person in front of you bringing their best self to the date. Because if there's a lot of unhealed wounds or baggage, as people would call it, nobody wants to fix the other person. And when you feel good about your life or great about your life, as we learn to do, we're living this amazing single life, then you want someone else that feels good about who they are and their life, not someone with problems. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So the questions are really, really key in asking and knowing how to interpret them. It's not simply just asking the questions. It's all the interpretations from the knowledge that you gained through the program. That's awesome. You shared with me that during the testing phase, you decided not to date someone that you were dating for quite a period of time. How did you end that relationship? And do you want to share a little bit about that? Yes. So I did meet a guy on Match and we became exclusive probably after just two months And we had a great time. And then I found out really around like month four or month five Mm -hmm. that he had some issues that I really didn't want to deal with. A drinking problem was one of them. First of all, the biggest empowering thing that I really practiced was I can't change him. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) No amount of love. There's nothing I can do that will make him take better care of himself and get over his addiction. That has to come from within him. And I know he wanted this relationship with me. I know he cared deeply for me, but I also knew that that was going to be something that was always going to be an issue between us. And we can never have true intimacy when his first love was alcohol. So I ended that relationship on very good terms. I was honest with him and I told him, you know, I was a little nervous. He Mm -hmm. said he understood and that he still wanted to be friends. He wished me well and I wished him well. So the difference was the great thing that I learned from you. That's the shortest relationship I've ever (laughs) had six months. Mm -hmm. I ended it and I was able to walk away from it and I didn't stay in it just because I was focusing on the good part, which is what I've done before, even though it was very unhealthy, the other side of the relationship. That's been my past with a lot of my relationships. So Right, right. And this gentleman, all the great signs were there. But when there's an addiction, it's really important for the listeners to know, most people, we call it a 90-day rule, are on their best behavior the first 90 days. The research shows that when somebody starts slipping or the addiction starts showing, is four months to one year. So, of course, Kirsten was very aware of this fact. And when this started coming out, because he was able to start relaxing, alcohol or pills or gambling, spending problem. I mean, there's 11 addictions I described, but any kind of addicted behavior usually starts appearing in that second phase. So we have a time period called testing. And we are always watching, we're being alert, we're being consciously aware. And when an alcohol issue comes up, maybe the first time, it's like, okay, they're partying, we were on vacation, can let that one go. But once there's a second, a third, a fourth time, again, whether it's over drinking or taking medication, whatever you're seeing, that's a real red flag. And we identify the requirements, wants and needs. And requirements are things that are definite yeses or definite nos. And I know on my list and on Kirsten's list, addiction's a definite no. Right. 
I want to add something that I also learned from this relationship is I was married to my husband for 14 years and he was an alcoholic. And so, so I said very early on when I met this gentleman, uh, you know, we had talked about our past and I said, you know, my ex-husband's an alcoholic and that's why I left the marriage. And he actually said to me, well, you don't have to worry about that with me because I don't have addiction. I never have had those issues before. And I honestly think he meant it. I think he believed that about himself. That's just the power of denial. And so it took me a while to kind of like, how could he lie to me? How could he say that to me when he knew my history? But yeah. I've been able to look at it now from a different angle. And I don't think he's willing to even accept where he is. Yeah, he could be in the denial phase still. Yeah that it's not a problem. Right. And some people don't drink all the time. So they may be a binge drinker once they have the weekends or exactly. the date, that's when they go overboard. But they think I'm not an alcoholic because I'm not drinking every day. That doesn't define alcoholism. It's just having a problem whenever you choose to drink or over drinking, of course. But you had a lot of strength to walk away. I know you had a lot of love and concern I for did. him, but you had that strength. And before where the love addiction pattern would have crept in, like, I'll give him some time, then I'll go back. And, you know, right. that's what had happened in your prior relationship of seven years. You kept giving him another chance and then another chance. And yeah, that was part of the problem as well. So you did great on this and recognizing it and handling it with love and compassion, but yet loving yourself more and saying, I'm not going to put up with this pattern again because you've had this in the married relationship and in the second relationship that you had. Hi, singles. Are you really ready to have a love relationship? If you're not sure, it's time for you to take the love test. Couples, you're in an exclusive relationship. Do you or your partners have any of the red flags you should be concerned about? Do you think you or they have childhood trauma? Go to RihannaMilne.com and do the free love tests. There are tests there for both singles and couples. If you have any concerns after taking those tests and reviewing the answers, then sign up for a Life & Love Transformation Discovery Session and Assessment. This is a one-hour private session with me where I go over your love tests and get to the bottom of where you're stuck and what the next best move would be to get you on your way to having that life that you desire and the love that you deserve. It's time to learn how to move forward to reach all your goals and dreams. Go to RihannaMilne.com, my website, and sign up for the free love test or simply just directly go to the Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session tab. And I look forward to meeting with you to see how I can help you best. You even mentioned that your parental relationships have improved with the coaching. Can you explain to the listeners how that occurred? Well, I've got two teenagers and so they have a lot of ups and downs and mood swings. During my seven year relationship, they suffered a little bit because of my emotional abuse that I was going through. So it's a matter of, I learned to be really patient with them, to let go of things I can't control with them, to live in the present we started having a lot more fun together. We talked a lot about some of the things that we went through and how we're all healing from it and how we have to practice forgiveness and show compassion Great. and that it's not healthy to hold on to anger and that they are really also in charge of their lives. Basically, I tried to turn it to a positive as well and say, you know, learn from my mistakes. Mm -hmm. And instead of just not talking about it, it was like, look, don't do what I did. Like I'm learning as I go. 
So learn with me. I've also learned, um, and they have sometimes they get emotional and have these outbursts. I've been able to step back and not take things personally. And that's just a boundary and be like, okay, this is something they're going through. It doesn't mean I'm a bad mom, you know, and it's all that positive self-talk about my worth and the good things that I do. That's wonderful. We had talked about this as we were doing the parenting work. If you can teach your children what you're learning with this program, and many clients come to me with kids and they have been through a lot. And of course, the research shows childhood trauma goes through the generations. The recent research I had is at least three generations. Our parents, their parents, and one above that, but they're even saying it could be more. The only way to stop it is with knowledge. Knowledge is power for sure. And as you're learning these skills and practicing these skills, teach your kids. That's what I did with my children too, is I was learning these skills and how to communicate and how to look for someone who's more emotionally healthy and to ask those important questions, not just to fall in love with chemistry. Because all we had as models, my generation growing up were our parents, which were usually not a very good example, and the fairy tales and the love romance stories in the movies. When you see someone, they're attractive, boom, you're in love. It's like, no, I just grab that. That's the icing on the cake. Well, what's the cake made of? Because if there's no cake, the icing just melts. It's gone. There's nothing there. Exactly. The substance is so important. So we have to teach our kids this most powerful lesson that look for the qualities, know your requirements, wants, needs, make sure you know what you absolutely do not want as well as what you absolutely do want in the relationship. Even though you may not decide to go forward with someone, release them in love. You don't have to be angry. You never have to yell. You never have to scream. You just speak your peace from your heart and you share your feelings. And when kids learn to do that, oh my God, it's wonderful because they do it then with their friends. They do it as they start dating. It's very powerful, Kirsten. I'm so glad that you shared this with your kids. Yes. And, and a couple other things was I was learning. I think they had an idea that I didn't realize that they were supposed to be perfect. And I don't know if they somehow subconsciously got that for me. That was not my intent to be that role model. But I started saying, you know, it's okay to just be good enough just be good enough. Your happiness is my most important thing. So, you know, you don't have to be perfect and people make mistakes. I love that. I love that. And a lot of kids go through bullying or not feeling like they fit in. There's a lot and they just don't feel they can turn to their parents. So if you're one of those moms that have that open heart and able to talk about anything, that means the world to them. It was funny. At my house at the shore in Ventnor, New Jersey, it was a house where all the kids used to come up for her. And they say, Rihanna, can I ask you a few questions? because I just can't talk to my mom. I said, oh, did you try? Because I hate to hear that the kids can't feel that they can talk to their parents. And your kids are lovely. You know, Kirsten, I, I got a chance to meet your son and, and they're lovely. All kids go through stuff and they need to be able to process that. And if right. they don't process, guess what? They get stuck with that feeling of I'm not good enough. I'm so glad you're teaching them these valuable, valuable lessons. They're great. What dating, parenting, and life tips do you have for our listeners that could be generic, whether they're a man, a woman, younger, older, straight, or LGBTQ population? What other things have you learned that you'd like to share? I think a big part of my healing has been just practicing gratitude every Mm -hmm. single day. And really, if I start to go into any kind of negative thinking pattern is to first be aware that Mm -hmm. I'm having those thoughts and then change them into a positive 
thinking pattern. Meditation helps the meditations that you taught in your coaching program. And really just having that positive mindset is just so important if you want to be healthy and lead a healthy life. I mean, I truly believe in that law of attraction and that what you can envision what you want and it does come to you. I also think that the relationships that we're in mirror where we are in our healing process in a lot of ways. It's okay to keep practicing and it's okay to fail. It's okay to have relationships that don't work out. It's how we learn more about ourselves and really sifting through what we want and what we don't want. And so it's really just takes practice. And I never really got that growing up. I felt always judged that who I was dating, your parents were pretty harsh on me about that and just kind of picked things apart all the time. And so I never really felt like I could just have the experience for the sake of having the experience. And so that's really what I'm practicing now. And I'm also really practicing um, healthy boundaries. That's another thing. It might feel like it's out of your comfort zone if you haven't ever practiced healthy boundaries. So it might feel a little uncomfortable to do that, but that means that you're really progressing and moving forward. It's perfect. Oh my God, that's so well said. I loved everything that you shared. Yes, the mindset makes a difference in everything. And I know when we were working together, you also got an amazing raise, right? I I got a promotion. (laughs) Got a great promotion and a new position where you had more flexibility and more time. So you were excited about that. And that's how the mindset work happens. When you learn the mindset for success, it comes out in all areas, parenting, business, career, love, personal happiness, friendships, finances. It comes out in all life areas. And when you have the mindset, it doesn't go away. You can see Kirsten and some of my other grads, how solid they are in their fortitude of who they are now versus who they were before. And we describe it like a rainbow. You're starting out at the area on the left side. You don't know what you don't know. And I was there and I'm like, I don't know how to change this. I don't know what to do, which is a very frustrating feeling. And then as you're getting this education and Kirsten had the 150 page notebook and then my live and love beyond your dreams books. And as you go up the learning curve, or we call the rainbow, you're doing great, you're doing great, but then there's going to be slip. And then you're, you learn more and then you slip. And the slippages are natural and normal because the unconscious is so strong of what you grew up with that we are changing lifelong patterns. And by the time though you do learn it and you get it because you've been practicing it and you have your coach there with you and calling you on your stuff, like Kirsten saying, I don't think I'm going to go out and date yet. I'm like, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> That was one of her slips and it's okay because I expect some things to happen like that. But once you're on the other side and you get it and you're practicing it, it's like who you are 24 seven. And that conscious awareness of living in the now doesn't go away. Right, Kirsten? Right, right. always on this awareness and living in the now and it's a wonderful place to be. The it really door, is. Yeah, the door to the past is locked. It like, doesn't even phase us anymore. Mm-hmm. Very and- true. You can tell when you're triggered because you have this energy around your heart or inside your gut. It's not good energy. It makes you feel pain or too full. It's anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. And when you have the mindset for success, that's rarely there. And if it comes up right away, like Kirsten explained, we know exactly what to do. We awareness, awake to awareness is module one. We have to become aware of why it's there. It's there, why it's there, and then we know how to correct it. 
And just like finding the good out of the bad, that's one of the lessons we learn, which is so important. And then things aren't so dramatic. We don't take things so personally. We understand other people have triggers too. So it's not always about us. And all these different tips and tools come together. I asked this question in the beginning of the book. This is what you're learning. Does this seem overwhelming? Do you remember that question? Yes, I do. I do. And some people say, oh my gosh, yes, there's so much to learn, but I'm really excited to learn it all. Yes. And one lesson just builds on another, builds on another. So I just say, you know, it's a journey. Enjoy the journey. You have a lot to learn, but one step at a time, and then it all comes together. And that's the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. When you know you get this, and this just feels so amazing in your life. What final words of wisdom do you have, Kirsten? You shared so many great tips with our people today. Is there anything you'd like to end with? Oh, I just can't thank you enough. You really helped me build a solid foundation for dating. And what I've noticed since last January when I graduated is I'm still learning, but I'm able to use the lessons that you gave me and apply those in the real world with dating. I guess probably subconsciously back in January, I'm like, okay, great. I'm cured. I'm going to meet the love of my life. Well, that didn't happen, but I still had a great experience with this last relationship. And then I started to apply the lessons I learned. I took two months off after the breakup and I just had a date Monday night that was an absolute blast. And I'm like, okay. And I'm applying the lessons again. It's just awesome. And it's just, I'm so excited now that I've been back out there because I know so much more than I even knew six months ago. It's really, really fun. You were just fabulous in everything that you taught me. I just cannot thank thank you you enough. Oh God, thank you for sharing your heart and your life with me and trusting me. I know that's a big leap of faith that everybody does the minute they sign up. It's a huge leap of faith and I have that responsibility to deliver everything I can. I've got goosebumps right now. (laughs) Deliver everything I can because I tap myself right back to that position of where you were. And I remember that. And I remember how hard that was to come to someone and say, oh my God, please help me. Except I just had no one I could turn to. So the fact that you guys turn to me and say, Rihanna, help me, I am there. And it is my heart. It is my passion. And it's people like you that are now teaching your kids and maybe your friends and they're going to get it. And this is the new mission to change the way the world loves. And you're a part of that. And I can't thank you enough, Kirsten. I love you, girl. You know that. I know. I love you too, Rihanna. You are so welcome. Thank Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to share my experience. That makes me feel great. Thank you. And Kirsten will be joining us for a little while on the September 28th VIP Women's Workshop event. It is complimentary. So you've heard her story. Some of this tape will be playing as well. It's such a great tape. I might play the whole thing. But if you have questions for her, she'll be glad to answer those for you because I know sometimes it's nice to hear from others. She has a beautiful testimonial on my website as well, my testimonial page. But you know, sometimes it helps to ask her questions directly and she will be on that. Remember to sign up for that. You can go to my website, rihannamilne.com to find the sign up button or just opt in for a love test or the ebook and you will be on my mailing list to get that invitation. I just have to give you a warning. The space is very, very limited because it's a live workshop for six hours and it's complimentary. So we can only take so many people on the Zoom platform. Sign up now and get to meet Kirsten herself live. And I want to thank you again, everyone for tuning in. And Kirsten, you're the best. And I know we'll never lose touch. And no, I'll... we won't. <laughs> we won't. 
we won't. That's just how it goes. Yes. Okay. Thank you for joining us. You are so welcome. Have a great day. You too. Okay, Love Angels and Transformers, that's all we have time for today. I want to again thank Kirsten, one of my fabulous VIP graduates, for coming on and sharing her story about how life and love transformation coaching has worked so well for her and just feeling amazing in general. I appreciate you sharing the love and the mission of changing the way the world loves simply by sharing the show link with those you love and care about. Please subscribe and give the show a five-star rating and a comment about what you liked about the show. You can listen to the Life and Love podcast on the website, lessonsinlifeandlove.com and on your favorite apps. Remember, you can reach out for help during the week on my website, rihannamilne.com. Just click the button for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session. And while you're there, try the free love tests and download my free book chapter downloads for love beyond your dreams, break free of toxic relationships to have the love you deserve and live beyond your dreams from fear and doubt to personal power, purpose, and success. Do remember to get the free ebook at havetheloveyoudeserve.com. That's havetheloveyoudeserve.com. And single ladies, don't forget you have a date with me Saturday, September 28th on the Zoom classroom, the six-hour VIP workshop. That's Saturday, September 28th, but you must register and space is extremely limited. You can register for that also on my website, rihannamilne.com. And as always, I am here to help you create that life that you desire and to have the love that you deserve. Have a beautiful and blessed week. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. If you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a session with Rihanna. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.